0: Chemai, hello. My name is Derek Shaya, and I am the Language and Living Culture Manager at the Alutic Museum. Would you like to hear a story? This month's legend will be told by Lori Walker. Kida Lori.
1: Chemai, my name is Lori Walker. My family is from Old Harbor in Akiak. I will be reading the two inquisitive men, Achkayung and Achkuyun which was originally told by an unidentified Aleutic person to Frank Golder in 1903. There were two men, one named Achkayung and the other Achkayan. The men lived together, but they only spoke and looked at each other when they had to. The two men knew about everything that happened in other places, and they often went to investigate. They went, looked, said nothing, did nothing, and returned home. One day, the men were sitting in their sod house around the fire. Their backs were turned toward each other, and they were eating shellfish. Achgayung pulled a feather from his hair, threw it, and said, Achgayung, what should we do? There is a man living over there on the other side. He hunts every day with his sling. Achgayung was silent for a while. Then he scratched his ear and said, I do not know what's wrong with me. There is a lot of whistling in my ear. After a long silence, Achgoyung pulled another feather from his hair, threw it, and said, Achgoyung, what should we do? There is a man living over there on the other side. He hunts every day with his sling. After scratching his ear, Achgoyung replied, I do not know what is wrong. There is a lot of whistling in my ear. A third time, Achgoyung threw a feather and said, there is a man living on the other side whose name is Pasutuli. He hunts every day with his sling. We will go and see. The two men started preparing for their trip. On their kayak, they piled their house, the bugs from their house, which they considered personal property, and the grave and remains of their wife. Pachguyan thought that their kayak was sufficiently loaded, but on launching, he discovered it was too heavy on one side. To balance the weight, the men dug up a little hill and put it on the boat. When they had filled the hollow reeds with fresh water, they started off. When they came close to the other shore, they saw Pthutthuli, hunting duck with his sling he saw them too. He knew why they were arriving and threw rocks to destroy them. The first rock hit close to the kayak and made Achkayom exclaim, Ka! 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 It nearly hit. The second rock landed still closer, and Achqayom exclaimed, Ka! 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 again. As the rocks continued to land around them, the two men turned their kayak around, but not before Pelhutuli had damaged the boat. On returning home, all things were replaced. A few days later, the men were sitting on their sod house by the fire, with their backs toward each other, eating shellfish. Atchkoyung pulled out a feather, threw it, and said, Atchkoyung, there is a man living on an island. He heats a steam bath and catches codfish every day. Atchkoyung scratched his ear and replied, I do not know what is wrong, but there is a lot of whistling in my ear today. Achquiyun paused, pulled another feather out of his hair, and said, Achquiyun, there is a man living on an island in the middle of the sea whose name is Pitingquiyak. He heats the steam bath and catches codfish every day. I do not know what is wrong, but there is a lot of whistling in my ear today, answered Achquiyun. After a long silence, Achquiyun pulled out a third feather and said, Achquiyun, there is a man on the island in the middle of the sea whose name is Pitingquiyak. He heats a steam bath and catches codfish every day. Let's go and see. So the men paddled off in the kayak loaded with their sod house, bugs, their wife's grave, and a little hill. When they reached the island, they beached the kayak and went into Patinghuyak's sod house. An old man who was sitting there exclaimed, footy, stinky, where is that odor coming from? The men said, we came to see you because we heard that there is a man living here who heats a steam bath and catches codfish every day. "'The steam bath is ready,' said Peting Kuak, and Achayung and Achgoyun went in to wash. While they were bathing, the old man tied together many pieces of thin-dried kelp. He had been saving the kelp to make clothes, but he used it to make a long rope. He fastened one end of the rope to the kayak. When he was done, the old man roasted a codfish and gave it to Achgoyun and Achgoyun when they came out of the bath. "'There is a strong wind blowing. You had better hurry home,' suggested the old man." Uchbayon and Achgwayun pushed off against a strong breeze. When they were a long distance from the shore, the old man started pulling his end of the rope, gradually drawing the men back. When they had them close to the shore, the old man asked Achgayun and Achkoyan why they delayed, since the wind was getting stronger every moment. The second time, Uchbayon and Achgwayun started paddling. This time, they went about halfway across the bay before Patinkweak, who was in the sod house, began hauling in the rope. He pulled until the kayak was on the shore again, but came out and demanded to know why the men had not left. There was still time to travel home. The third time they paddled against such a strong wind that they had great difficulty making headway. When they were halfway across the bay, the old man pulled the rope again. This time the wind upset the kayak. Their wife's grave became a porpoise. Achkweon and Achkweon were cast on the shore where they became two capes. Since then, the capes are not quiet and peaceful because Achayung and Achyuan were nosy.
0: This podcast is supported by the Kodiak Island Borough School District. Today's legend was collected with support from the Kodiak Island Borough School District and as part of the Munahdit Project, funded through the Alaska State Council on the Arts to explore more Kodiak Alutic legends, visit the Alutic Museum's website to download a free ebook of Uniqwat, a book containing 62 traditional tales. Paper copies can be purchased at the Alutic Museum store. Oyana, thank you for listening.